And if you could also mute your lines. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. As you're logging on, please put your name and your organization in the chat. And also mute your lines. All right. All right. Again, please mute your lines as you sign on and put your name and your organization in the chat and we will get started. So welcome uh, to the FY25 Nonprofit Human Service Grant Application uh, Kickoff and Overview. Um, we will put the link to the RFA in the chat. You could please mute your lines as we get started. And again, if you haven't already, as you log on, please put your name and organization in the chat. And with me today, uh, I have Tracy Elperstein, the county's ARPA's nonprofit grant support specialist. So she will be assisting me with um, our presentation today. So again, welcome uh, to the Human Service Nonprofit Grant. Uh, the purpose of the grant is to strengthen the county's coordination with nonprofit partners and to ensure local funds are leveraged in the most effective manner for services that assist vulnerable and disadvantaged individuals and families in meeting the critical need for safety, health, security, and independence. Loudoun County prioritizes investment in high quality human services that provide documented positive outcomes for county residents. The grant application uh, has four areas of need or priority areas. Um, organizations interested in applying to receive from the county must provide a program or service impacted by one or more of the areas of need established by the Board of Supervisors. So we have prevention and self-sufficiency. Self oh. oh. Could you, thank you. Um, services are focused on assisting individuals and families in becoming and or remaining independent and stable and providing tools, skills, strategies, and resources to individuals and families. We have crisis intervention and diversion, and these services are provided to individuals and families in crisis to overcome immediate problems and reduce or prevent further penetration to more restrictive and expensive higher level services. We have long-term support services that focus on assisting individuals who have continuing long-term support needs to remain healthy, safe, and independent in the community. And lastly, we have improved quality of human services. And these services and opportunities are provided to individuals, organizations, and communities that enhance the quality, accessibility, 
accountability and coordination of services provided by community organizations. For the FY25 eligibility criteria, uh, you must be a nonprofit certified as a 501c3 by the IRS, have a mission that's consistent with serving the county's areas of need that I just mentioned, be in good standing with the Virginia State Corporation Commission at the time of submission of the application, um, and is not funded through other sources um, using local tax dollars, such as, such as contracts with any county health and human services department, including core service agreements and regional organization funding. Of note, the county values partnerships, high quality services using evidence-based programs and best practices, strong data-driven outcomes, and strong past performance. In addition, um, you must also show proof of financial stability by providing three years of uh, IRS 990 forms and other financial uh, documentation uh, that could include um, audits and uh, financial statements. And also, um, subject to limited expect, uh, exceptions, Virginia law prohibits localities from appropriating public funds to organizations controlled in whole or in part by churches. So no county grant funds can be used for any religious purpose or activity. In addition to be considered for funding, applicants must demonstrate the following criteria be able to present a documented data-driven need for the organization's program or service, show demonstrated outcomes for the program or service, show that the program or services provide a direct benefit to Loudoun residents, demonstrate that the program or service enhances the quality of life for Loudoun County residents, show documented efforts by the organizations to secure funding from other sources, demonstrate that the organization has the administrative resources to administer funds and to implement and oversee the pro program or service, agree to, sign a, agree to sign a memorandum of understanding with the county and adhere to reporting requirements, and show that funding requested is realistic given the service level and that the organization does not rely predominantly on county grant funds. And also of note, eligibility, meeting all of these eligibility criteria does not guarantee any funding. The county has two funding options, uh, wishing for those organizations to apply. Both are competitive. Um, one is the standard uh, application process for organizations uh, wishing to apply for funds of 5,001 up to $113,000. These applications are more in depth um, and also have higher accountability. Then there's also the mini grant process uh, for organizations uh, who want to ask seek funds up to $5,000. These uh, have a simplified application process and also a simplified reporting uh, process. For standard application process, organizations will be awarded proportional funding, while those organizations applying for a mini grant will be awarded the full amount requested. 
Organizations uh, that should apply for mini grants are those with a small program or limited need, um, those lacking capacity to complete a full grant application and also the reporting requirements, and organizations new to grants and wanting to gain experience. We do have funding uh, restriction. Again, each award will be limited to no more than $113,000. And funds requested should align with the county imperative of investing in high quality human services that meet the needs of our residents. Um, the amount of funding requested should clearly be presented and explained and should be consistently tied to the need described throughout the application. County funding can be used to fund costs that are required to run an organization. While there are no restrictions on the amount of grant funds that applicants can apply towards funding um, these operating expenses, funds requested should align with the county goal of investing in high quality human services, again, that meet the needs of our residents. The final approved funding amount for organizations will be based on a combination of factors, the total amount of funds available, the total amount of awarded requests, the application score, and a review of the reasonability of proposed budget items and costs for services. The ratio of county funding to the organization's overall operating budget will be carefully considered to ensure a healthy fund mix that does not rely predominantly on county grant funds. The Board of Supervisors has has advised a funding allocation to be applied to all awards with the proportion of the requested amount awarded based on the application score. Note that meeting all eligibility criteria and having a score of 75% or more does not guarantee funding. Here's um, some grant history going back to 2019. Um, you can see where our our applications have increased. We had a little bit of a dip uh, last year from 63 to 57. Um, we awarded 30 full applications um, and 11 mini grants last year. Also last year, we had six new applicants. Um, we had a total uh, request of $3.2 million. And last year, we allocated um, $2.3 million. The timeline uh, for FY25 um, is similar to uh, past years. Uh, the release of the application was on Friday. Uh, we're having our informational session today. The deadline to ask um, any questions uh, will be December 7th, and the application is due on Thursday, December 21st at 4 p.m. Um, the application review will take place between January and March with award recommendations going before the Board of Supervisors um, in April. Uh, the funding kicks off uh, July 1st um, and then with quarterly reporting through July 31st of 2025. The application overview, again, it can be found at loudon.gov nonprofit grants. Um, the link is in the chat. Um, as in the past, uh, we have the same uh, components of our application that include the cover form, which lists all of your organization's pertinent information. And then we have the application uh, 
sections uh, that include the statement of need, the project description and timeline, organizational background and qualifications, evaluation sustainability, and budget and supporting documentation. Um, new this year um, is we'll be submitting applications in the county's new grants management system called APLA Fund, and Tracy will go through that um, momentarily. I will review each section uh, of the application. Uh, we start with the statement of need, um, where this describes the scope um, of the need for your service. It presents facts um, <clears throat> and anecdotes the support um, that support the needs um, for your project or your program. The purpose of the need statement um, is to present both facts and stories to support the needs of the project or program. It's really the heart of your program or story. So prior to writing a need statement, your organization sh should understand what the problem is, its nature, reason, and causes. The need statement should define why this problem is both important to the applicant and of interest to the county. Compelling needs make for compelling projects worthy of funding. Required in this section um, is a demographic table where we're asking organizations to complete the table with as much information as you have available. Um, incomplete information will not negatively impact your score. However, please note that capturing these data is information the county will continue to request in the future. So we've been asking for this information now consistently over the last three years. Um, so most organizations who um, have applied in the past and who intend to apply now should have some good date history with their data. The next section is your project description and timeline. Um, so again, you shared what your need is. Now tell the reviewer how it will be fulfilled. What is your proposed solution to the need? What is the service approach? Um, if you utilize any evidence-based programs, please indicate what they are. Don't assume the reviewer knows your organization. Be as detailed and specific as possible, but concise. Um, again, we're really focusing on evidence-based um, in describing your uh, project description. The next section is your organizational background, qualifications, and expertise. Um, this section should tell the reviewers how your organization has the capacity to carry out the project as you listed in, in section B. This section should include how your organization has the knowledge and expertise within its staff and board to carry out your proposed services. With this section, we have a required attachment, which is the board, staff and board attachment. Here we ask you to complete, uh, include staff that is pertinent to your project that's involved with it on a regular basis. You can also include volunteers um, and also list your boards. We ask you to list competencies related to there. Um, I will note on this, there's drop downs um, for different parts of this. So just take note of that as you're completing this. The next section is the evaluation and sustainability. Um, you use your responses from section B as a basis to describe your evaluation plan. With this section, we have the outcome and evaluation plan table. 
that's a required uh, document to upload and complete and then resubmit into the application. But it really gives us your, your logic model um, and your outcomes and evaluation. And should you be funded, uh, this will be used um, as your evaluation throughout the course of the year. The next section um, is your budget and supporting documentation. Um, uh, this year, which is a little bit different, we're asking you to complete your program budget or your project budget within Amplifund. Um, it'll be the same, similar breakdown, including personnel, uh, fringe, contractual expenses, uh, occupancy, travel, uh, supplies, equipment, other direct client costs, communication, and other direct costs. So similar breakdown to what we've had in the past. Um, again, we're asking you to complete the budget for the requested a dollar amount. So if your total project is $350,000 and you're only asking the county to fund $100,000 of that, we only want to see your proposed budget for that $100,000. So keep that in mind as you're completing uh, your budget. The budget itself, uh, the budget and justification uh, within each line item in the budget, uh, there is a narrative piece that you must also complete. So um, your the budget is worth 10 points and then your supporting documentation that includes all of your financial uh, documentation is worth 15 points. Um, so you'll have to submit all of this within the Amplifund uh, Grants Management Portal. Um, and the, this financial review is done separately than the programmatic review, um, but again, worth 15 points. With that, before we get into the Amplifund system, I will pause to see if uh, there are any questions. No questions. All right. I will now turn it over uh, to Tracy. It does look like someone has their hand raised. I wanted to point yeah. that oh, out. A couple are. of hands are raised. A couple of hands are raised. Thank you, Samantha. Of course, of course. All right. Um, Barb, we'll start with you. Yeah, I had a quick question. You noted in your um, application instructions um, that one of the changes was past performance will be reviewed by staff and incorporated into the review process. Um, can that, you explain how that might be done? Um, we, we are working closely with your grant monitors throughout the current grant year. Um, we're in close collaboration with them, um, sharing quarterly reports, um, letting us know timely reports, um, any follow-up. Um, so that will be part of taking into consideration on final review of your of your FY25 application. And then how would you reflect that in the scores? Is that is there a place in there? We will note that in, in your scores. Yes. OK. And Jackie. Um, we struggle with this every year, like our program doesn't change from year to year, the, the program itself. Is it okay to basically submit 
pretty similar responses to last year or are the same reviewers reviewing to where they're going to be like, ugh, we just read this last year? That's a great question. Um, we always certainly, if the we look for updates in the program, we look for updated data, we look for updated demographic uh, from those that you served in the previous year. So we do look for updated demographic data. Should there be any um, new evidence-based um, information that you could cite that could have possibly come out in the last year, we certainly would want to see that. But we also understand that, yeah, some some things don't change. Um, reviewers uh, depends. Uh, sometimes there is the same reviewer. Um, we try to mix it up a little bit. Um, so I think just updating from previous years is important. Okay, thanks. Any other questions? All right. There is a question in the chat and someone is also raising their hand. So Bonnie, do you want to share what you wrote in the chat? You're on mute, sorry. I'm sorry, I just want to make sure because one year this was an issue for um, an organization I worked for. New applicants are welcome. I mean. Absolutely, we look for new applicants. And no restrictions on what you can ask for. Just all everyone's same, under the same like same eligibility criteria, same okay. information. Uh, you, you know, the only real difference is the difference between the the standard application and the mini grant. But absolutely, we encourage new applicants. And then Marin in the chat, I think you also had your hand raised. If you'd like to share your question. Yeah, so our organization receives county funding, but the program we're interested in applying for the grant for does not. Are we ineligible because our organization already receives county funding, or are you looking at funding for the specific program? Um, can, can I can we chat offline so I can get a little bit more information about the current county funding that you're receiving? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you. All right, with that, I'll turn it over to Tracy. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Barb. Um, your questions are so thoughtful. Thank you guys too. Um, I will go ahead and put um, just some. Sorry, it says someone in the meeting is muting me, so please um, don't do that. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> If you have any questions um, about the application content, you would just uh, contact us at um, nonprofits at loudon.gov. Um, and then if you have any questions in Amplifund uh, with the like technical questions with the grants management system, I'm putting their support email in here for you uh, in the chat for you before we get started. Um, so I'll go and, ahead and also shoot. note that uh, online at on the county website, there's also Amplifund uh, links there for technical support. Yes. Um, so at um, 
I guess you'll start at loudon.gov uh, slash nonprofit grants, as Barb shared before. You'll go ahead and click the RFA uh, link. Um, so this is what it will look like. I have a test pulled up right now. Um, you'll have all of the details of the funding opportunity on the first page. Um, you can see that you can print and download and save this. Um, you'll go ahead and click apply. Um, and then this will take you to a registration screen. Um, if you have not applied to any grants through Amplifund before, again, we just started using this this September, uh, you could go ahead and click register. Then um, you can put in an email address. Just making up a big one right now. Um, and then you can go ahead, the contact information that you fill in on this page will autofill on your application. So make sure you fill this part out. And then you'll click the register button on the bottom right of your screen. And that will take you to the Amplifund like user and, and licensing agreements. And you'll read those very carefully, I'm sure. And then scroll to the bottom and hopefully click I accept. And then you're registered in the system. Um, you can go ahead and register uh, other people in your organization as well. Um, so you would uh, do the drop down, click on your name in the top uh, right and click on the drop down uh, for account information. This is all, also where you can change your password. Um, so here you could see the applications. Uh, in the first tab, you could see the applications that you've already started. Um, you can see your account information, which is this page right here and um, users and frequently asked questions. So to add a user, so um, your role in starting the account is the organization administrator. You can um, edit it here, uh, but to add a user, go ahead and type in an email address and then there is an editor and an administrator role. So editors cannot add other users and they cannot submit the grants, but they can go in and work on the application. In case you forget, if you hover over that information button right here, usually um, it says that same thing. So the administrators have all of the permissions on the accounts. Um, editors can only edit and view information. And then um, you can click invite and it'll send an email uh, to their account. So. Tracy, we do have one question. For sure. uh, question organizational type, would nonprofits be a vendor or other? I think I would. What put, is there? I just other other and vendor are the only two choices. There's a corporation at the bottom. Um, I guess since it's, if it's a nonprofit corporation, um, 501c3, you could put that. Um, or other, I think, is sufficient. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm going to go back. Um, so 
after you're registered and logged in, um, it'll take you to the project information section. So you can go ahead and type in an application name. Um, this award requested is really important because you're, the budget section of the application will automatically um, need to add up to this number. And I'll show you that in uh, a little bit. Um, so I'm going to request the full amount. <laughs> and then um, you should uh, mark as complete and save. So um, when you click mark as complete, you'll get a check mark up here. You cannot submit the application until you have everything marked as complete. And again, the asterisks, uh, asterisks um, they uh, note, uh, denote um, required fields. So once you hit save and continue, it'll take you to the next section of the application, um, which is your application forms. Um, this particular grant, as, as Barb mentioned, uh, we have the standard grant um, and the mini grant. The standard grant, it's uh, $5,001 $5, up to $113,000. And the mini grant is um, under five, is 5,000 or less. And then we also have a, an application survey. Um, since all of these sections have required fields in them, you'll have to click each each one. Um, I'm going to start out in mini grant because I put in a, an amount for standard grant. Um, and if you're not applying for the mini grant, you just have to click on are you applying for the mini grant and click no. Um, if you are applying for it, you click yes, and it's a conditional question and it pops up here. Um, so go ahead and click no, and then scroll all the way to the bottom. Um, and it's not super intuitive here because there are some spaces. So um, just make sure you hit mark as complete. Otherwise, you'll wonder <laughs> why you're not able to submit your application at the end. Um, you can also use this top bar over here to, to navigate. Um, so I'm going to click on application forms again and then do the standard grant. We'll talk more about the post-application survey in a little bit. So here, are you applying for the standard grant? I'm gonna click yes. Um, and then uh, scroll down. Um, there are some conditional questions within here, so the numbering might be strange. So if your address is different than the primary organization address, you click yes and some other questions appear. Um, and then um, Barb has uh, put in the areas of need and everything for you and uh, was very clear with the, the points and the statement of need. Um, we've listed uh, directions for uploads. Um, also uh, reminded you of the file name directions that are also in the, the manual. Um, so first you would um, click on the link to download the demographic information table, for example. Then once it downloads, you fill it out and then you'll just like you're attaching a file to an email, you'll click choose file um, and then click open and it'll attach um, to your application. Tracy, I'm going to interrupt with one sure. question. Um, if you mark a section complete, can you still edit until it's submitted? or is that section locked? Yes, you can edit until it's submitted. Um, so you wanted to change 
say you wanted to change your project information because um, you have a change in budget, you can click mark as prog in progress again at the bottom, um, make a change, and then um, click mark as complete again. Um, so then um, I'll go through here. Um, and again, you'll see the asterisks throughout the whole application. Um, you won't be able to mark uh, an application as complete unless all the required questions are taken care of, but you can save your progress. So you can see um, save or save and continue. Uh, mark, is, mark is complete is at the bottom of every form. And you can also download your application at any point. And I think that's very helpful. Um, Barb and I have found even when building the applications, it's really important to save your work frequently. There's some time limits that um, Amplifund sets um, and then it will log you out automatically. So it's really important to save your work as you're going. Um, so you'll scroll through here, all of the questions. Um, you can also download just the application as a PDF package on that first screen. If you wanted to look at it separately. Um, there are some uh, conditional questions within the supporting financial documents that's um, a little different than I believe you guys had in the past. Um, so for the audit requirements, if your organization has a budget of seven, 750K or greater, you would click on yes, and then you'd have the requirements for that size organization. Um, and um, if no, it would have the requirements for uh, under 750k budget there's some budget directions here just because as barb mentioned um the the budget is in a separate place um in a separate section of the application so you can read the overall and the review criteria of the budget on this page and then there's some specific directions when we get to the budget and i'll show you that in a second um, for the additional attachments we have uh, five different or six different um, attachments that you can upload um, uh, as additional to the ones that are already outlined required in the application. We also just ask that um, you reference the applications in your narrative answer to, to the question so the reviewers know to look for it at the end. Um, and then we have a digital signature at the bottom. So um, again, I haven't filled this out. So if you try to mark it as complete, it'll come up with red errors next to the fields um, that need to be filled out, but you could still save and continue and move on to the next section. Here's the mini grant information. You would click no, you are not applying for a mini grant. Tracy, I did okay. see one hand up. Um, okay. Elizabeth, did you have a question? Hi there. Uh, yes, that was me. And then I put it down. Um, <laughs> I was wondering at first, we're we're regionalized. And so, you know, I have a, a smaller territory and which, you know, is Loudoun County. And so <clears throat> when I was looking at the budget, I was wondering if there's any any way to indicate, you know, yes, as an organization, we might have a larger budget, but my budget would be a lot smaller. But I guess I could put that in the narrative portion. Is that correct? Yes, please indicate that. Um, make that distinction. That would be very helpful for the financial review. 
Okay, thank you. I'm just going to go back to application forms in a second. Um, so um, when I clicked no to are you applying for a mini grant of 5,000 and below and then hit save and continue, it automatically brings you to a post application survey. I, we recommend filling that out at the end. So you can either hit save and continue to navigate past that or just click on the budget. Um, and the expense categories are listed below. You would click this. Um, let me try to zoom in a little bit. You would click the plus sign um, to input your line items. So in personnel, um, there are directions right here. That one's a little obvious <laughs> that you would type personnel. Um, you would list the costs for personnel um, here. Uh, and then this is, would be your narrative section. Um, and um, here we would want you to be as uh, specific as possible. And then you'll hit create. And then you can see um, that it gives uh, me an error here. I put 112,000, even, even though the limit is 113,000, I put 112,000 in on that project information form section. So it won't let me mark the budget as complete until it evens out. So um, I'm going to put some direct costs. So now uh, your budget is balanced. Um, even if you are working on your budget and coming back to it, you can hit save and continue. Uh, you don't have to mark as complete all in one sitting. Uh, you can mark as complete, excuse me, and then um, save and continue to go to the next section. Um, and then here it'll tell you that you have forms containing required fields that are not completed. You can see you have check marks for everything but the application form. At this point, I would go to fill out the post application survey, um, which has required fields and um, submit the grant. Um, and it's really valuable for us to receive um, feedback uh, from you because uh, Barb um, updates the process and makes tweaks to the application every year. So your feedback is really important to that. Um, and again, uh, you should not um, wait till the last minute to submit your application. And again, just a reminder um, to save your work frequently. Um, and uh, let me show you, because I, I can't submit right now, but on the submission page, um, after you submit, there's also a uh, download button where you're able to download your application, and we recommend uh, saving a copy of that. Um, so, yeah, and again, in order to be able to submit all the application forms, including the uh, survey, it must be completed. And then I will, does anyone have any questions about um, 
the application or okay. We I'll do have sharing. a budget question. Um, okay. Do you have to provide a narrative for each budget line item? Um, yes, you do. So um, when you open it up, Tracy, if you could open the box up again. Sure. Um, there's that narrative piece there. We want it to be very descriptive, very specific um, to that dollar amount that you're requesting. So if it's personnel, we would want to know, you know, is it a, a half FTE number of hours per week? Um, we would want to have that information um, in that narrative box. Any other questions regarding the application form itself? Oh, hi, Kathy. Good morning. I have a cold, so I apologize. Um, I just wanted to ask um, on question number 43, and I apologize if this was asked and, and uh, I missed it. The question is, what results are you committed to achieving during the grant period and asks for impacts from 2020 and 2021? I think that's supposed to be 2021 and 2022. Is that correct? Because those are the same dates that were used on last year's application. So I think these numbers would just need to be updated by one year each. Oh, Barb, you're muted. But Kat. Yes, thank you, Kathy, for that catch. Okay, good. Our <laughs> Thank you. Apologies on that one. Yeah. So yes. No, I just wanted to make sure we gave you the right the right years. Thank you. Thank you. I see another hand raised. Hi, Nicole. Hi. I have a quick question about the evaluation plan. Um, so on page, so I'm looking at the manual. Okay. Um, so starting on, I think it's page. Sorry, uh, 30, 30, like 32 and 33. Um, so you've got like two examples, one with more of like a table format. And then on page 33, there's it says additional examples and it's a different type of table. Are you just you're just looking for one of those? Is that correct? Correct. What we want is the the top, the top chart with the, all the colors. So okay. fill in the area of need. So. Pick your area of need. If you're applying for two areas of need, we would want information there. And then the table below that is what we would want you to complete um, for your outcomes, for your goals, your outcomes is that second table below. And that's the table that we will use should you be funded. We would use that throughout the year where you would complete each quarter your actual numbers and percentages. The other tables are just examples. So that's a great question. Um, so just those first two tables is what we want completed. Thank you. Yep. Any other questions regarding Barb? I see yeah, just hand. a quick clarification. If your organization runs on calendar year and not the county's fiscal year, the financial documentations that you're asking for would be actually for 2020, 2022, 21, 22, and then year to date 23. Is that correct? Oh, that is correct. So yes. Yep. Thank you. That, that's a great question. 
Anything else? Right. I'm going to share uh, my screen. So to wrap things up, um, the review process, um, the review com committee is comprised of 15 to 20 subject matter experts um, to include those managing human and social services. Um, each panelist attends the required grants review training and reviews a select number of applications. Um, the committee will evaluate the applications based on the information submitted in the application, including services provided, demonstration of need, impact, and other financial indicators. All reviewer scores are compiled for a final average score. Scores are converted to percents and are ranked from highest to lowest. Organizations are funded based on their percent of total points possible and the amount of total funding budgeted. The Board of Supervisors has advised a proportional funding allocation to be applied to applicants scoring 75% or more of the total possible points where that proportion of the requested amount is awarded based on the application score. So for example, if an organization scores 90%, they would receive 90% of the requests. With that, I note that meeting all eligibility criteria and having a score of 75% or more does not guarantee funding. So again, um, that's our application process. Um, again, online application is due Thursday, December 21st um, at 4 p.m. Uh, the application portal at literally gets unpublished um, at 4 p.m. So start your application early, save often, and get it submitted. Um, again, questions may be submitted to nonprofits at loudon.gov, and awards will be re recommended to the board um, at their second meeting in April. And with that, do you have any other questions? I have one other question. So mm -hmm. how many reviewers actually score your narrative? Each So if I understand your question correctly, each um, application is reviewed by a minimum of three reviewers. Thank you. And then again, as I oh, a separate financial review is is completed that reviews all of your financial documents. So whether it's your audits, your statement of of uh, financial statements, 990s is reviewed um, separately. So that's not included in the three that you mentioned previously. That is not included in the three. Got it. Thank you. Any other questions? If not, again, uh, if you come up with a question you have until December 7th to submit any questions, I will compile all those questions and uh, they will be found. Questions with the answers will be found online after December 7th, so they're available to everybody. Um, so make sure you ask them early and um, 
There's also the Amplifund supporting uh, information if you have trouble with Amplifund, but you can also feel free to reach out to us regarding that as well. With that, thank you for attending. Um, thank you for your interest in our, our process, our FY25 process, and we look forward to um, reading all your applications. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.